Hey there, Patriots. I hope you are having a great day. We are going to have a wonderful time with Team Melly again. Everyone say hey, Team Melly. Hello. <laughs> and Christy, Teresa, and Tammy. Our Colleen is not feeling well today, but today we are going to um, go into, we're going to do the kickoff into Revelation. If you've but I watched our other ones. We have been doing a summary of the book of Revelation, and now we're going to start doing more deep. <laughs> so the first one today is about really the whole point of the book of Revelation. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. And the point is that he's the king of the world and that he is the one who's worthy to do all this and to set us free. And we were talking just before we came on that, you know, we have we have all experienced what it is to have the world not run by Jesus. And it's no good with <laughs> no bueno. We are all wanting him to be the king of the world for every knee to bow and every time to confess that he is the Lord. So that's what today's study is about. You're going to really, really enjoy it. And, uh, you know, it, it, the, the book of Revelation is not, it's not a, uh, it doesn't have Christ in it. It's, it's about, it's all him. It's about what he is doing to set the world free from our enemies and really the whole bible is about that because he is the king of the world so y'all ready girls ready okay yes. let's do it let me share the screen and <clears throat> see if i could get back to where i was and i think it was right here okay all right yay i did it and actually this is kind of a cool little picture right here i thought that was cool the revelation of jesus christ this is what the bible what the story of revelation is all about all right i think can we do it like that can y'all see everything right there? Okay. Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah, that's First batter uh, up is Debbie. Go. Well, I love this uh, because of Christmas. We, we, we talk about this a lot at Christmas, but really this is for all times of the year. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace. There will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, ever, forever, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Amen. I love this. I know it. I know it. Of the increase of his government and peace, there'll be no end. No, no end. end. Thank you. And Christy, thank you for, for, for pulling all these verses together. I just, I just love this study. But there, there's no end to, to him ruling. And like the hallelujah chorus, you know, oh, just go on and on. And I'm ready. I'm ready. And he's been the king of the world, but the Bible says that he's going to assume that role and, and, and the enemy will be cast out. So we're going to live in beautiful, beautiful days, everyone. There's a all of those kingdom. things, all those things that it mentions that he is our counselor. He is our mighty God. He is our Amen. everlasting father, prince of peace. Those things encourage us that there is no end to his government and his peace. Will, there will be no end. And he is there for us. That's right. I love it. I love it. Awesome. All right. So next. Okay, Debbie, actually, you are also Revelation uh, 5, 1 through 5. I love, yes. I love this scripture in Revelation 5, 1 through 4. Uh, then I saw a scroll in the right hand of the one who was seated on the throne, a scroll written on both sides and sealed shut with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel who shouted with a loud voice, who is worthy to break the seals on the <laughs> scroll and open it? But no one in heaven or on earth or beneath the earth 
was able to open the scroll and read its messages. Then I began to weep bitterly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll and read it. The passage, you know, here is talking about there was no one, no one at all that was found worthy to break this and open it up and reveal it. And I'm telling you, when when Jesus steps forward and he is the one that's worthy. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. <laughs> then one of the elders said to me, stop weeping. Look, the mighty lion of Judah's tribe, the root of David, he has conquered. He is the worthy one who can open the scroll and it's seven seals. Right. Hmm. right. Did anybody get reminded of this verse the other day when, when President Trump said that the seal is broken? Mm -hmm. I really mm -hmm. did. I was like, what? Yeah. And you know, that's what's on my, on my, on my wall. On your wall, on right? Your wall right there. Yes. Uh -huh. This is Revelation 5, 5, you guys. And if those of you who are, who've been following, you know, 5, 5 is very important. And then we're, we're going to break these seals. The Lord is going to break these seals and we're going to, we're going to get this job done. It's been, we're ready. All right. So now it is. Ah, actually, is it Tammy? Tammy. All right, hey, Tammy, go <laughs> hey. for it, girl. All right, Genesis 49, 9 through 10, in the Amplified Classic Version of the Bible. Judah, a lion's club, with the prey, my son, you have gone high up the mountain. He stooped down, he crouched like a lion, and like a lion, who dares to rouse him? The scepter of royalty shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet. Until Shiloh, the Messiah, the peaceful one, comes to whom it belongs, and to him shall be the obedience of the people. Mm. That's, uh, yes, that's, that's Genesis, that's, yeah, 49. That's a promise. That's a promise. That's a wonderful promise that it just really is. sits in the heart. So it's, um, if we, the passage is of Jacob's blessing to his sons before he died. And my, my dogs are so happy about this too. They've been quiet all day, but we can hear them now. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I can't, I, I, now, now I hear them now that you say that. But, okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, he prophesied that Judah would be like a lion and that his descendants would rule over Israel. The scepter and the ruler's staff refer to the symbols of authority and power that were used by kings in ancient times. The prophecy also speaks of the coming of Shiloh, who is believed to by many to be a reference to Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. That's right. Yes. You know, we don't talk about that very much in modern days about this passage, but it's so good that, that until Shiloh comes, the Messiah, until the Messiah comes. And so you know, this, we are living in that day, girls, and everyone who's listening. This is an amazing day that we're living in. So that imagine this, really wrap your head around this, that, that the Lord will rule the earth and, and he, it, the scepter belongs to him. That's what the truth is. And he's going to rule this earth. And it says that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is the Lord. I love that. And to him shall be the obedience of all the peoples, all the peoples, China, you know, <laughs> the new world order, all of it. It says that, that every tongue will confess of those on the every earth of those of, uh, 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 and those of under the earth. Mm -hmm. They will even confess that he's the Lord. 
They may be uh, confess it unwillingly, but they confess it. Revelations 5, 6. Then I saw a young lamb standing before the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the 24 elders. He appeared to have been slaughtered, but was now alive. He had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. There's our seven perfect number again. Right. Seven and horns. Seven horns, seven eyes, seven seals. And there's just so many things that the seven spirits of God that he sent out into all the earth. The perfect number. It's another promise. I'm always looking for God's promises. Things that are going to happen are, you know, just he, he promises that he will be there. That's right. That's right. <sighs> I was talking to my grandkids this week about, you know, they're like, well, how did he get alive again? <laughs> he was slaughtered, <laughs> but is now alive. Well, I said, because he is life. The Bible says he's the way, the truth, and the life, and he can't stay dead because he's alive. I mean, he had to, mm -hmm. he had to lay down his life. So, yeah, mm -hmm. he's alive. And the, just real quick, it says the four living creatures. What is that talking about? I'm not going to go into the whole detail, but I do talk about it in the book, End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace, that the, mm -hmm. the, four, cre the four living creatures represents... The, the all the tribes of Israel, north, south, east, and west, their encampment in the in uh, the wilderness. Mm -hmm. And so here's the book, End Times. I go into it in this book, End Times in a Thousand Years of Peace. That this is the all of Israel that surrounds the throne. Imagine this picture, guys. Uh, because if you're thinking about these beasts, these creatures, what is this creature? <laughs> it's representative of uh, of all the house of God, all the God's people, and they're surrounding the throne in worship. And that's what we're here to do is to worship him as the king of the world. That's they're like, you were dead and you were are now alive. And you're the one who has these horns to horns are, are a destructive force. And the seven eyes is for wisdom and the, and the, and the knowledge to, to know what to do in this situation, because we, we're just, we're shut up to the mercy of God that he knows what to do. And the seven spirits of God sent out to all the earth. He, he is, and he is sent, he has sent out his spirit to touch our hearts to for us to know too. Isn't that beautiful? Thank you, Lord. Thank and you. all those 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 elders were witnesses. You know, they, they were the witnesses of who the young lamb was. Yes. And, uh, yes. And so right. Uh, he had to be the one that was slaughtered to save mankind. And yes. so they were the witnesses around the throne. Right. And that we are we are the witnesses of this. And that's what our job is, is to yes. testify. To what we know is the truth. And that's why you guys are here on the Freedom Force Battalion. I'm so glad. All right. So that was Isaiah. Um, okay. Now it's Isaiah 53, 7. So go ahead. Okay. okay continue. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know this is really good. I apologize for the dogs again, but I they've okay. been completely quiet until it was my turn. So I <laughs> right. know that this is good stuff. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so he was oppressed and harshly mistreated. Still, he humbly submitted, refusing to defend himself. He was led like a gentle lamb to be slaughtered, like a silent sheep before his shears. He didn't even open his mouth. That's just such a vision of, I don't, when I, when I hear mighty as a lion, gentle as the lamb, that he just encompassed it all for us and um, all that he's done and going to do. And he does it in so many different ways. He didn't so defend just, himself because he, he didn't want anything to keep him from being able to lay his life down. Right. He wanted to pay our price. He wanted to give himself for us I as agree. a sacrifice. Right. Yes. And there have been so many patriots in this movement who who kind of done a very similar thing that they're willing to, like President Trump, willing to, to lay down 
his everything he has and potentially right. you know willing to if uh, you know for them to put him in prison and you know, it's it's really amazing you know the, all the people who've who've uh, risked their lives you know all throughout history and and even now in this amazing battle but following in our lord jesus's footsteps right all right so now we have uh Ter- teresa go ahead with john 129 all right the very next day john saw jesus coming to him to be baptized and john cried out look there he is god's lamb he takes away the sin of the entire world you know i think about john the john the baptist you know he was christ's cousin so i assume they probably grew up together but he believed in in christ even before christ started his ministry yes. and he was the jesus freak you know right. and to <laughs> yeah. to think about <laughs> to think about what john you know, saw in him even before he started his ministry and then having the privilege to baptize him. What an honor. Yes. What an amazing thing. And then he recognized that that Jesus was the lamb. That word is very important because he recognized that Jesus was going to be the sacrificial lamb. Yes. And actually, it's cool though, Melly, that he knew it in his mommy's womb. Yeah. Yeah. And he left. Absolutely. That tells you that it's from the spirit of the Lord. That's right. Yeah. That's right. We don't believe this. We don't re- haven't received this because we're smarter. It's not about smart. It's about the gift of the Lord. And I'm so thankful yeah. for that. Yeah. He is the lamb. And they, they knew when they were, he calls him a lamb that he was going to take, you know, bear, bear the sins of the world. Isn't it, you know, with all that we've learned about trafficking, isn't it? It's always been so strange that 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 Jesus would die, that God would have His put on the Him the sins of everyone, and that He would be the sacrifice yeah. for our <laughs> sins. But especially now, when it's it's such a you know it's it's breaking the power of what the enemy has has done and all their evil that they have done. Jesus's sacrifice breaks that because He's alive again. He's right. alive There's again. no greater love. And they can't conquer that love. They can't conquer that. So we're going to get to these beautiful days when, when we will, everyone will rise again and no more of this evil. It's going to be beautiful. All right. So now Revelation 5, 7 through 8. Back to Revelation chapter 5. Revelation 7. He oh, came yeah. and took the scroll. He came and took the scroll from the right hand of the one who sat on the throne and when he took it, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb. Each one had a harp and a golden bowls filled with the sweet fragrance of incense, which are the prayers of God's holy ones. And they were all singing the new song of praise to the lamb. Because you are slaughtered for us, you are worthy to take the scrolls and open its seals. Your blood was the price paid to redeem us. You purchased us to bring us to God out of every tribe, language, people, group, and nation. You have chosen us to serve our God and form us into the kingdom of priests who reign on this earth. Amen. Wow. I know. Just wow. <laughs> I know. That's beautiful. That's amazing what our Lord Jesus has done for us. Because He He He's He's worthy to do it because of what He did for us on the cross. It's not just, right. oh, He's the King's Son. Right. He's not just God's son, unique son, one and only son. He is, he, he deserves this. There's no doubt in all the world that he does. Everyone knows he deserves this. 
this role. The ultimate sacrifice for us. Right, right. right. That he defeated Satan at the cross and he bought us with his own blood. He bought all of humanity with his own blood. He deserves it, not just because of his his royal lineage, but because of who he is and and, and what he's willing to do. And thank the Lord. Can you imagine if he said, I'm not doing it? But he didn't. He says, wow. I mean, our, our, our world's in a mess right now with, with Satan, you know, but could you imagine if we didn't have the Redeemer? We didn't have the Lamb of God. Where would we be? Right, right. Right. And I, you know, it, this also reminds me of, you know, when President Trump says, you know, I'm standing in the way. I'm so thankful that that the God has raised him up to do this amazing task for us because who else, you know, clearly not the sanctimonious, you know, clearly, no. you know, and even as much as we love, you know, some, some of these patriots in the movement, you know, the Lord has raised up President Trump with the name Trump. Hello. Hello. Trump so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I think we're so un, we're so unfamiliar with the the sacrifice. I mean, that that sacrifice was was taught from the first beginning of the Old Testament and all the way through that we needed a sacrifice, but we don't think of it. We don't think of sacrifice much. Uh, this is a foreign concept to a lot of people to understand. And I think Trump has sacrificed a lot to be doing what he is doing. Um, oh, no doubt. And and uh, had to take a lot of stuff, you know. Um, yes, he he he's done a great job. Absolutely, like you said, he says that it's it's us they want. He's just standing in the way. Same right. with Satan. It's us he wants. That's Christ right. Is just standing in the way. Amen. Yep. Amen. Beautiful, beautifully said, Teresa. L- I love that. One other quick thing I was going to say is, um, uh, oh, the sacrifice is for those of you who are maybe new to this concept is that someone had to pay for sin. Either mm-hmm. I pay for my own sin or someone else pays on my behalf. Mm-hmm. And right. so, you know, I couldn't pay this debt of sin. I owed too much. Everybody owed too much. And Jesus came up. He says, I will pay that debt. I will pay with my own blood. You can't pay with money. You got to pay with your own blood. Well, Jesus says, but I'll pay for you. Mm. great greater love has no man in this than to lay down his life for his friends and he says mm. oh, you're my friends you're my friends i will pay for you because i can't even talk about it because it made me cry but you know i'll pay for you because i love you that much i want you with me forever and i don't want you in this kingdom of darkness i want you in my kingdom mm. it's a beautiful it's a beautiful right. thing. yes <laughs> all right so christy colossians 2 14 through 17 yeah, this is one of my favorite verses. That's why I put it you on there because I knew this was one of your favorites. <laughs> no, all right. He counseled out every legal violation we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. He erased it all. Our sins, our stained soul, he deleted it all. And they cannot ever be retrieved. Hallelujah. Amen. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. Then Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, 
Jesus led them around us prisoners in a procession of triumph. Now get this. This is what I love. He <laughs> was not their prisoner. They were his. That's right. His. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so what I love about this, uh, it, not only did he cancel out our sin debt, he also, uh, and I say this a lot, you know, when we align our words with what his word says, that when Jesus died, he canceled out our sickness, illness, and disease. He put that on, on the cross. So we don't have to have that in our bodies. And when we have in our mouth is, uh, the Bible says that power, uh, life and death is in the power of the, of the tongue. So we choose life, right? So we align our words with the very DNA of Jesus Christ, who took on sickness, illness, mm -hmm. and disease for our stead. So we're able to, by his stripes, we're healed. We are healed. We're not, we're healed. You know, we're, we are healed. We're healed now, today. We don't have to wait, in other words. So I just love this, that, you know, all the, the spiritual authority and power that they had to accuse us with, has all been stripped away by his precious blood. And so right. he was not their prisoner. They were his. I love I it. Love. I love, I love it. it. The old people like me uh, learned it this way. He erased the certificate of debt. He <gasps> erased it. Yeah. That's kind of like what I was talking about before is we've got this, this debt we can't pay. Mm -hmm. We can't, we can't pay. And so Jesus says, I will, I will wipe it out. I'll just mm -hmm. scribble, scribble it out. You know, that's what I would do, you know, as, as a missionary with, you know, teaching the kids like, okay, you know, you can write down all the, the things that you've, that you've done. And then we can just scribble it out because Jesus's blood will, will wipe it away. He erased and it. He, doesn't, he doesn't even remember them. He Amen. doesn't even remember it. Amen. Then, but Satan wants us to remember them. Right. He's always trying to bring them back to our minds, you know, the guilt, the, but then you got to take it right back to the cross and know that it's Jesus covered. is erased it. It's Amen. covered. Amen. But he, Amen. He we are forgiven. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. came not to give us condemnation or guilt because right. he took all of that in our stead. Yes. Yeah. I want when when the, on your next one, Chrissy, I want you to come a little closer to your mic because I'm having a little difficulty hearing you. Okay. Uh, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, okay? Choke right. up on that mic. So yeah, um, that's wonderful. That's awesome. I love it. And that Jesus, therefore, he is worthy. Because he is he has canceled out every legal violation of all of the people who just all we have to do is receive it, and it's it's right there for, as a free gift for us. And he you know so he is the, no doubt worthy. This whole lesson is about that he is the one who is worthy for all of the rest of the revelation that we're going to be uh, it's going to be opening up. That's doing it unsealed, and the Lord has revealed to us what's going on, and and to win this victory is because of what our Lord Jesus did for us. And that they are his prisoners yep. and that, and that, you know, that we get to go free. We don't deserve it. None of us deserves to go free, yeah. but he is. Yeah. I, I read uh, Psalm 18 the other day, and I hope you guys enjoyed that. It says that he has rewarded me because of my innocence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they don't really want us to, to think about that really. And in, in a lot of the churches, they want us to just focus on the guilt. But I loved how you were saying, Teresa, that the Lord, we're forgiven. And we're, we're, yeah. we're now blameless. We're now innocent in his sight. That sounds crazy, but we are innocent. And when you walk in that, kind of like what Christy was saying, when you, ex when you receive that and you say, I am, uh, my spirit is healed. You're like, okay, this okay. is, my, I'm a new creation. 
I'm a new person. I don't, I don't do like I did before. I'm set free from that. I don't have to listen to the enemy. I don't, I don't listen to that. I don't follow in those footsteps. And so this is what we're praying for all of these people who are not walking with the Lord. Be walk in this freedom, walk in this peace, walk in this, yeah. walk in this purity. You know, he's purchased for that, us, uh, that on the cross. Isn't that a love? I love that. Love it. Oh, and when you get to that point in your walk with Christ, yes. it's the most freeing, yes. um, joyful walk. I'm and, so, it, and, yes. and you know, it's, it's a process. You got to get there. But once you're there, man, you, you never want to leave it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, and that it's so good that we're talking about this today because this is great for the 4th of July, you know, of, of us having this liberty, this freedom. Right. And y'all walk in this freedom. Walk in this freedom. Don't let the enemy steal your joy that, oh, you're, you know, God is mad at you. You, you've repented of that sin. It's forgotten. It's done. Mm -hmm. It's done. Just like, you know, a good friend or your, your mom or whatever. Once y'all sorted it out and you, and it's the, the problem is gone as far as the sin problem. We're not, why are we talking about that? There's no reason to talk about any of that right? We're yeah. just going to go on. Let's, let's go, you know, partay, right? <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> uh, so here is, uh, here's mine. Revelation chapter 17, verse 14, together, they will make war against the lamb. They are, they're warring against him. They are warring against our Lord Jesus, but the lamb will conquer them for he is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. And those who are with him are chosen and faithful. That is us. We are the ones who are, are fighting alongside him and they have warred against him, but he's going to conquer them. As you notice, it says the lamb will conquer them because I'd love to say that we could conquer them. But you know, the reality is you know, we, we are victors through Christ and we have, we can do all things through Christ, but he's the one who's going to win the victory. Right. Um, so that's, Revelation chapter 17, verse 14. They do not want the kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth, but it's going to come whether they like it or not. And so this woman is basically the new world order and how this, this entire new world order kingdom, all these minions of the new world order kingdom have been uh, running all of this and they're, they're going to be, they're going to be destroyed. They're going to be destroyed. All right. So now first Peter two, nine, that's Debbie. Better up. That's me. That's me. That's me. Um, First Peter two nine says, "But you are God's chosen treasure, priests who are kings, a spiritual nation set apart as devoted ones, God's devoted ones. He called you out of darkness to experience His marvelous light, and now He claims you as His very own. He did this so that you could broadcast His glorious wonders throughout the world. I, I believe we've been called to be set apart." And to be separate from the things of the world and to be, um, you know, to, to live our lives out loud as God's chosen treasure and priest and, and with, you know, apart with him, with him and not separate from him. This verse is a reminder that we are all chosen by God to be his treasure and to serve him. We are called to be a spiritual nation set apart for God's purpose. As his chosen people, we have been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are his own and have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And then I guess I keep going right there. Oh, yes. oh well. Yeah, did someone else have something to shout out about First Peter 2, 9 before we go on? I just love it that he calls us his his chosen treasure and his priests and kings, you know, and and um, 
we're his devoted ones. We we just want to stay in the vine because um, we don't yeah. want to be cut off from him. Right. Yes. yes, yes, right. And this um this spiritual nation, as far as like if you if you imagine people all over the world and you know maybe there's a difference of opinion on this or difference of opinion on that but are they fighting against the darkness are they whoever is fighting alongside you know, in the light and fighting for truth fighting for the children you know this is this amazing nation we we might not all agree on everything i don't even always agree with myself right <laughs> so it's a <laughs> You know, there might be a difference of opinion on on you know what is the truth, but I think the Lord has a lot of latitude. Uh, like the woman at the well, you know, she was a Samaritan. She had a lot of different ideas about things, but the Lord loved her, and she was, you know, you know, the, she was she became part of this nation, uh, his spiritual nation, and that's who's fighting in this battle. That the warriors in this chosen uh, this spiritual nation are are you know because we are. We're of the light, this marvelous light instead of this darkness. So um, rejoice that you are chosen to be you know, priests and, and kings to do this amazing job. All right. So now, uh, Christy. It's Tammy. Oh, it's Tammy. It's Tammy. <laughs> oh, it's Tammy. No? Yeah. I'm okay, jumping I've in got... for Colleen. Okay. <laughs> I have Christy as six, Isaiah 61.6. Oh, either oh. One, okay. Whoever, whoever wants to do Isaiah 61.6, go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well that's okay it leads right into mine so i'll okay. go ahead um isaiah 61 6 from the passion you will be called priest of yahweh and called ministers of our god you will feast on the wealth of nations and revel in their riches and just more revelation of the promises that we are the ones that are standing doing the battle loving and we're gonna yeah. and we're gonna get the money <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> the gold the silver yeah. all yes. of it we're gonna get yeah. back everything that was stolen we will revel in their riches i'm so glad you pulled this verse christy that's awesome you'll feast on the wealth of the nations when it says nations there it's talking about those the evildoers okay it's uh yes. that's not a very good translation right there so many of them translate it as nations but it's talking about those who have done this evil to us we've stolen this and we're going to get it back we're going to yes. feast on it we'll have plenty every they look like they're them. yes they look like they're winning now they all look rich but it, i don't know one by one it seems like a slow process but they're coming down Amen. <laughs> if, if you're paying attention more and more each day yes you see it happening so it's not you know Suddenly, we're going to notice it. Those who don't. Well, and by, uh, you brought you brought up something that reminded me. But President Trump talked about this that when he comes back into office, there's going to be um, that he'll do a, a like a or like a bunch of bankruptcy. What is it? What did he call it? Bankruptcy. Um, Basically, he says we can't pay this debt that they've that they've strapped us with that they've stolen from us. What, Chrissy? What was a, re a reset? Did he say? A, he, a reset? Got, when he was on that CNN interview, he says we can't pay this debt. This is ridiculous debt, that, and it, and it's fraudulent. It's fraudulent debt. So all that they've stolen from us is going to come back to us. It's clear all throughout God's word, and I'm so glad you found this is Isaiah 61, 6, that we're going to- I wonder if they, if they understand somehow that they're not going to have to pay it back, and that's why they're spending like crazy because they, they feel like there's going to be no uh, uh, time where they're going to have to pay the viper. 
I don't understand right. why they just keep spending it. Okay, so so what on that? Okay, so here you have all these people in Congress. They are having their assets seized. If you guys haven't seen this, of those who are watching on the treasury.gov/ofac/ofac/slash um, downloads slash SDN list dot PDF. It has a list of, I think over 2000 pages now of assets that have been seized. It's three columns, tiny print. So they're the ones who've done this criminal action have had their assets seized because they were involved in human trafficking or other trafficking and corruption. And so they're looking for money from every which way. Well, they just, they just sent, you know, just put it on our back as more debt. And so they, they're just looking for money so they can continue to fight. But then, but this debt that's supposedly on our back is going to be wiped out. President Trump said it. I didn't say it. He said it on the, on CNN yep. that we're going, you know, he says, and he realizes it's fraudulent. And so it's going to be wiped out and then we will be able to feast on what it really truly belongs to us. So everybody just hold on tight because it's clear as a bell in God's word that this is what's going to happen. All right, let's do. Okay. Revelations 5.11. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> okay. And this is also from the passion. Then I looked and heard the voices of thousands and millions of angels surrounding the throne and the living creatures and the elders. They sang in a mighty chorus, Worthy is the lamb who was slaughtered to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Mm. Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> that is our promises. Beautiful this song. Is, worthy is the lamb, the lamb who came and has done this for all of us. Amen. And for any, any of us who, you know, that are listening and that are aware and awake now, it just, it just seems so much. I don't know. Each day I hear a little bit more and I feel the intensity and the progress and the voice getting more serious. Yep. Closer. Yep. Amen. Closer. Amen. I feel that too. I think everybody feels it's heating up. Um, and it so, uh, so it, and also all this power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Guess what he does? He doesn't hold that all to himself. He passes it out to us. Right. Right. He'll pass it out to us. And we feel that, that he is, he is, he has given us wisdom and strength. You know, mm -hmm. like we we haven't had in the past uh, understanding mm -hmm. all this. He passes that out down to us uh, to share with us because he is um, he loves to give to us. All right, Teresa, do me some Daniel no, seven no, verse. No, no. Can I say one thing? For yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel like we also um, should be praising him for okay. all the things that he has done for us, and the more praises that go up. Um, the blessings come down. I know there was like a little Sunday school song with that, but it's so true. And and to be honest, you know, no matter what we're seeing, we we shouldn't be, you know, we, we call those things that are not as they are, right? And so we're speaking again, truth and life into a situation, but we also praise the father. So we, and, and you know, the angels, whenever you're speaking the word, the angels hearken to the, the voice of the Lord. And so when we're praising him, they, they actually join with us in praise and chorus. So I just kind of wanted to I love that. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Let's continually offer him the praise of our lips all, all the time. All right, so D Daniel 7, verse 10. Teresa. 
All right. A river of fire flowed from his presence. Thousands upon thousands served him. 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The court was convened and the books were opened. Amen. Amen. He is worthy. He is worthy. Love it. Love it. The king of the world. And he's our, he's our best friend. So these books that are going to be opened there in that passage, I think that's, is, does anybody remember what that, those books are? And that, I don't think those are the ju- books of judgment. Is it the books of the, uh, it says the court was convened. Can someone remind me what that was in that, in that passage? I mean, someone looked that up. Take I a- did not know if that was the book of life that people that were, uh, belonged to him, his name were written in, or if that was something about judgment. Right. Let's look and see. Does anybody remember? I'm going to look it up real, real quick while we're, while we're doing this. <clears throat> Revelation 7, verse 10. I uh, know that's Daniel 7, 10. Ah, yeah. thank you, Daniel. I'm in the wrong book. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Oh, okay. This is where he's seeing this vision. Daniel's seeing this vision. And so he sees these, these creatures, dreadful and terrible. And that he's, he's seeing the vision, basically, of the new world order. And as he was considering them, he's, he's looking at all this. And then he, he sees the thrones. He says, watch till thrones were put in place and the ancient of days was seated and his garment was white as snow and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was a fiery flame, its wheels of burning fire a, and a fiery stream issued and came forth from him and a, a thousand thousands ministered to him, ten thousands stood um before him the court was seated and the books were opened okay so this is talking about our uh the lord that rules the earth and that everyone basically has to has to submit to him whatever it is in those books that is read he he's the lord of of all of it and mm-hmm. so they they have no choice but to submit so that, and that's really the whole point of this message, this lesson today is that Jesus is the king of the world. And whether people like what's in those books or don't like what's in those books, he's the king, he's the rule. And they, uh, they must bow to that. I kept thinking it, when the court was convened and the books were open, it wasn't about us being judged because we're covered by, by, by the blood of Jesus. And he's standing there as our intercessor and he's standing there saying, she's mine. You know, she's, you know, these are people being judged for their crimes against him that did not submit to his authority. Don't right. you think? Well, I, I think actually in this passage in Daniel seven, I don't know that it's talking yet about it's, it's, it's about whatever book it is, whether, whether it's a judge, a book of judgment or a book of life or whatever, this, this court is there and, and some people are getting exonerated. Some people are getting judged, whatever it is, it's, it's court. He's held in court and he's the judge of the world. All right. Yeah. So, and, and, and talking about that they are going to lose and we're going to win and that's mm-hmm. all there is to it, like mm-hmm. it or not. <laughs> all right. All right, Christy, how about Revelation 5.12? Okay. And as I watched, all of them were singing with thunderous voices. Worthy is Christ the Lamb who was slaughtered to receive great power and might, wealth and wisdom and honor, glory and praise. Amen. So, and again, it goes back to, you know, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is Christ who slaughtered, who was, who, who 
died for us to receive great power and might and all the wisdom. And so again, where do we get wisdom? Where do we get power? Where do we get might? We get it from Jesus. Amen. Gave it to us. And verse 13. Is that mine too? That's yours. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and in the underworld and on the sea, all that lives singing these words, blessing, honor, glory, and power belong to the one sitting on the throne and to the lamb forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Forever. It's like the hallelujah chorus. That's basically where they got that in other places too, but yeah. And he will reign forever and ever love that. All right. And then that's me, Daniel chapter seven, verses 13 through 14. And this is continuing on after uh, that other passage we, uh, we had read in Daniel seven. As I continued to watch this vision of the night, I suddenly saw one like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. And basically it's talking about with great authority. So I'm not necessarily talking about, you know, condensation clouds, but talking about the great authority that he has on earth. He approached the ancient of days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, honor, and sovereignty over all the nations so that people of every race and nation and language would obey him. His rule is eternal. It will never end. His kingdom will never be destroyed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. I think that right now that we, uh, people all over the world, are realizing we need, we need the the Lord. We need God. We need, we need to be saved. This world, I don't know if you saw today, France is burning. They've just completely just, like just a war zone there. it's horrible. It's horrible. And this is what happens when Christ is not ruling, when his, his people are not ruling in place, when, when, when evildoers are ruling, then the whole thing just falls apart. And so this is where it's going to be so wonderful. He has this authority to put in place his people. He, he will put in his people and that every race, every nation and every language will obey him. That means the Uyghurs will be set free who've been enslaved. So to or, uh, harvest their organs, this means all the people th throughout all the world, the people of Iran, my wonderful uh, Zara, who's, who's crying all the time about what's going on in Iran and they don't have their freedom that they will be set free. The people of Venezuela who are eating out of dump trucks and oh, losing 28 pounds a, a year, they are going to be set free. All these people who've, you know, many people have come here because they're so desperate in their country and they've, they've risked life and limb to come to America. There's going to be peace in every country. Every nation will have, will be ruled by Christ and his people that we are those priests and kings on this earth. People talk about that, you know, we'll be, we'll be kings and priests on a cloud. No, we, we don't need a king and a priest on a cloud. We need in heaven, <laughs> we need, we need the Lord to rule this earth. His kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that's what's, that's what we're, that's what the book of revelation is about. Is this day coming when we, when he will rule the earth and everyone will, will submit to him. And some I feel like we're coming up out. on like, like a Red Sea moment, you know, yes. that we're going to know when, when, when this happens, that we know beyond a shadow of doubt, there's God, because God's a jealous God. He's not going to let anybody else take credit for what he's going to do for us on this earth. But that I feel like there's going to be a huge re uh, revival fire that just sweeps the whole world. 
And every nation, every tongue will confess the Lord. Amen. And exciting. I can't wait. I know (laughs) that's the day. That is the day we're living in. That's it's really, it's amazing. Here's the last verse. We're in biblical moments. Like we're, we are to be alive and, and, and witness this. I mean, I know a lot of people think the world is so bad and everything's horrible right now, but they don't understand what's about to happen. And what's about to happen is for us to get to experience it. It's just amazing. It's just exciting. Yes. And we're, yeah, but we're, we are no doubt in a war, but once, yeah. and I love how, have you noticed President Trump is keep saying, cause he knows all this. He's, he knows all this. He says that we're in the final battle. Yes. We're yes. The, that's the final. That's how I say. Yeah. That's how you it, say it to me, Tammy. Yeah. Oh, it's just, he gets more serious and serious each speech. You know, I love watching yeah. his speech because each time I feel a, a stronger sense of urgency if this is where we're going. Right. And so I, I right. It's very and every speech he gives us more and more clues. Yes. You know, yes. It gets a little okay. bit closer. Final battle. Yeah. Right. They, yes. You know, like he was talking about the N-word. They use nuclear. We've never used nuclear before. And he's just letting us know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he talks about, he says, I'm your retribution. He's it, going to yep. you know, unleash on these people and they know it. They're, they're flipping out. This powerful scene of heavenly worship begins near the throne and then races outwardly to every being in heaven until it extends even further, cascading upon the earth like a waterfall. This justice rolling down the mountains. Isn't that beautiful? And yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. I'll, I'll stop sharing the screen now. This is this is where we're headed, you guys. This is Okay, so next week when we get together, next month, whatever, we're going to start in on, I think the next one is about the horsemen. And so we're going to be, so we're going to be, this is, this is what the Lord Jesus has the, um, has the authority to open all this up for us. And he's helped us to understand what's going on. So when we look at revelation, we see it as a great victory for the earth and how the Lord Jesus purchased this with his own blood and not something scary, not scary at all. This is a, uh, it's daunting. We're fighting hard, but we're going to win this battle. And so we have every kind of. So I'm so I'm so glad that we don't buy into the the baloney that they tried to force feed us because we know that, oh, no. that no. yeah we know the truth that the Je- that Jesus is the conqueror over all these and we're going to win we're on the winning side so let's pray sure. thank you thank you so much Lord thank you and we praise you Lord that you are the King of the world we thank you that you have uh, opened these books and that you've uh, uh you are the one who's worthy to open these and break the seal. And so that we can understand and that we can fight alongside you and that we can um, uh, watch as your kingdom comes and your will is being going to be done on earth in every place throughout the earth as it is in heaven. And uh, some will be cast out. Some will be uh, brought as uh, into great authority. But what, whoever's on the earth is going to be peace that will flow and cascade throughout all the earth. We thank you for this promise in your word and that you've uh, revealed it to us. We give you praise because you deserve it. As all the, all the, uh, the, the people of, of your people surrounding the throne, that they say you are worthy to receive glory and honor and riches, riches and power for you uh, were slaughtered for all of us and that you deserve to be crowned the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We pray all this in your wonderful name, King Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. Love you.
I'm so thankful for you guys. I love you guys too, who are who are love out there. You. Yes. Love and all we of will you. all talk to you later. <laughs>